Do you have solo economic dependency? That is, if you aren't working, you aren't making money. The Art of Passive Income Podcast is the solution. Discover passive income models so you can enjoy life on your own terms. Let freedom ring. Hey everyone, it's Scott filling in for Mark. Welcome to the Land Geek Roundtable podcast, The Art of Passive Income. Mark is still on vacation. He'll be back, I think, next week unless he decides to extend it. But we don't need Mark. We have like a distinct group of people here ready to, to like share their land investing wisdom with you. We have nine from landtheory.com. Uh, land right nine, I got it. All right. Tate, Tate Litchfield is here. Mike Zano. Aaron. Williams is here and, you know, Team Scott Ally, the best one around, Eric Peterson. Welcome, guys. How are you guys uh, doing today? Really well, thanks. Awesome. So we have three fun topics to talk about today. Number one, loan modifications, right? Like, you know, how many times do you sell a piece of land and somebody wants to come back and they want to change the terms of the deal? Eric, did you just have this happen to you? Yes, I've had it happen uh, two or three times in recent months. So what, what's, the, uh, what's the process? Like, what are you doing with it? And is it, like, is it favoring you? And, like, can you give an example of, of how you, um, how you, you know, like, what the deal looked like? Yeah, well, let's, I'll just talk about the most recent one. Um, and I should preface this to say that um, I'm not certain that I'm handling this in the best manner possible. So I'm open to any suggestions here. But so um, I have a particular buyer that um, has been late on a number of payments multiple times in the past. He's caught back up, but he's late again, um, is is nearly in default. And, um, you know, he explained his situation to me. Um, and I've, I'm basically got my money out of the property. So I was willing to work with him on kind of reworking his note. So he was paying, um, I think $110 a month plus fees. Um, and due to his new job and moving and, and things of that nature, um, he had missed a bunch of payments. Um, but, uh, through our, our conversations, he agreed that he could probably pay about $90 a month. And um, I, I offered this solution. Um, so he agreed to that. And um, basically, I'm at the point now with that one where I've got to um, make some modifications to the note in GeekPay. And um, in the past, I generally haven't redone the paperwork. You know, we've just kind of come to agreement that this is what we're going to do moving forward. And I'll just modify the, the note in GeekPay um, by closing the old one and, and recreating a new one. Um, but that's, that's the process I've taken. Um, I guess ultimately um, I end up adding maybe another month or two on to the end um, to cover some of the headache, but I'm not going crazy with, you know, asking for a lot more money or anything like that. Yeah. So what, what I tend to do is I tend to like just tack it onto the end and like, I'll just do an amendment. I don't, I won't redo the whole paperwork. I'll just say like amendment one and I just say like, here's the new terms. So it's like something we don't really do in LG pass, but we do it 
kind of in our own, uh, like in word, just like, here's the, here's the term, here's what you're going to pay now. Here's the term, you know, like the months, here's what's going to happen. You know what though? It's like most of the time when people do that and I rewrite it, they still default. I have a guy that literally like, <laughs> I don't know, like he missed his first two payments. He, he said, I need to go to $50 a month. And then he didn't make a payment. And I'm like chasing the guy. And you know what? Like he, he finally says, Hey, here, I'm going to mail you a check. And I'm like, okay. So he mails me a check yesterday. It re, it's a return to sender. He's never made one payment in like five months. Like it, it's always a reason, always a reason. And I'm like, I'm done with you. You're gone. But nine, how should Eric be handling this? <laughs> Actually, the way you describe it is really, is really the right approach, right? Because you want them to pay, right? It's, uh, it's easier. Sometimes it's you know, easier to work with them and build a relationship. And you know, maybe they need, do need a chance. And then just doing it a simple amendment is good. Um, I want to... I would say also, yeah. So yeah, that that's probably the best way. Um, what, I've actually had a loan modification as a selling point where somebody's not defaulting. So I would get them signed up first, and then uh, you know at the original deal, let's say they can't afford it or they want like really really good terms. So they don't give me a down payment just yet, but I'll give them like a, you know, a, a half down payment or lower. But if they can give me the money within a certain amount of time, like two weeks or, or a month, then I'll pl- apply another amendment, you know, to uh, help sweeten the deal just to get that sale going. Um, so amendments are, are the easiest way that I would do it. Yeah. Tate, any, any do anything different? Uh, no, pretty much the same thing. All I could say is though, if, Somebody has to renegotiate a terms deal with me. We go for the jugular. We're relentless here. And it's not just, I mean, for example, I renegotiated a deal last month. Um, and the guy was paying $199 a month. He had 48 payments left. He called me and said, hey, need to change some things up again. Can we go to uh, $149 a month? I said, yeah, no problem, but we're going to have to do it for 80 months. And... Um, he said, sure. He hasn't missed a payment uh, since. So <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I hear you guys saying, oh, yeah, I'm so forgiving one or two extra. No. You broke my contract. You disobeyed the rules. Now you have to pay for the price. Right? And I don't know. Maybe I'm ruthless. But uh, I don't know. Am I, is it wrong? Is it wrong? He agreed to it. My, Mike Zeno. Zen master, Mike Zeno. Uh-oh, is Tate just me. being mean? Like I can always balance like Tate with, with, with Mike. And I, I know like, come on, Tate's just mean, isn't he? No, Tate is not mean. Listen, you hit a, this, and this kind of segues to my tip of the week, not to give that away. And I know you love my tips of the week, Scott, so uh, I won't give it away till the end. But uh, listen, this is kind of like somebody who's not going to put money down, right? Are you going to do a deal with them? I mean, how about the Bronx tale? Remember that the guy takes $5 from the young kid and he's freaking out and he wants to chase him. And the guy, the head guy says, Hey, what are you doing? He goes, Well, he stole five bucks. He goes, Well, you learned your lesson over five bucks. Consider yourself lucky. I mean, these people that are defaulting, pretty much, in my experience, there's a few, like take that guy, you know, you've got payments from him. But like you said, Scott, they're going to default anyway. Cut the guy loose. It's gone. I don't think Tate's being mean at all. If they're going to keep playing that game, I've done that in the beginning. I've tried to be Mr. Nice Guy, and it's just modification after modification after modification leading down the road to they don't pay. So I'm tired of that. 
Yeah, I, and going off of that, hold on, Scott, hold on, I gotta interrupt. <laughs> How is this any different than the power service analogy that you give us all the time? You miss your payment, you get- You're right. Right? You're right. So That's right. Yeah. I think Team Scott needs to step up their game I might, I might and be get getting, with the program. You know, Eric is such a nice guy, man. I might just be like, he might be rubbing off on me. I, I think you're taking it a little easy. <laughs> I, 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 Cut him loose. Cut him loose. Yeah, yeah. I might have to. I might have to like start hanging out with you, Tate. I don't know. Like, I don't. Know. I view. I view these opportunities as positive options, right? I don't stress out. Somebody wants to renegotiate. No problem. We're flexible. We'll make it happen. But hey, you are going against what we originally agreed upon, so that changes everything. We do amendments, and sometimes we redo contracts from the beginning. This, this is why. Like this, truly is why. I don't want anybody to know that I'm really the owner of the company. Because then I have to like go, oh man, the big guy's not going to be happy. You know, the big guy, I, ah oh man, I, I'm losing hair just thinking about having this conversation with him. Uh, he's going to yell at me. So let me see what I can do for you. Yeah, we, I have a, my, my, I have somebody do this conversation for me as well. And uh, she plays me as like this Scrooge. I guess I am a Scrooge, ah. but you know, live up to it, right? Yeah, there you go. I own it. I'll own it. Now, the, what would the Bearland family do? Come on, Aaron. Well, I've been lucky enough to only encounter this one so far. Um, I had a guy just, you know, he disappeared. He stopped paying for several months in a row. And, um, you know, I couldn't get a hold of him, couldn't get a hold of him. And I sent him a certified letter telling him, you know, hey, I'm going to take the property back, but you know, I'll be nice. If you're having troubles, we can, you know, I'll see if I can work with you at all. And, uh, when he got that, he told me some story about being out of state, sick family, you know, whatever. And, uh, you know, he, he actually brought it all back up to current like that month. So, and he hasn't missed since. So I, but, but yeah, you know, um, if somebody's, you know, this is our money we're putting out there, you know, we're not a, we're not a bank, you know, and even if we were a bank, uh, you know, what happens if you start missing mortgage payments, you know, they, if it's a nice bank, they might do a loan modification or let you add a payment to the end of your term. But, you know, for the most part, they're taking your house. So <laughs> You know, when people know that going in, they know that they know that this is a contract and they've got to pay in. If they don't, they're out. So, you know, I'm not going to be heartless, but I'm not going to give a lot of leave. All right. Good topic. I think, uh, I think we, we, we can clearly see that Eric and I are the nice guys and you guys are like heartless, but that, that's a different topic. Okay. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. Okay, so let's let's transition a little bit. Let's How's that even possible. Remember the gratitude episode? We're gonna have to mute you, Mike. Mike, we're gonna have to mute you now. Thank you, thank you. I like I being the host because then we can get those one-liners in and just keep on moving until someone like like Mike Zano calls you out on it. You know, like that's normally my role to call Mark out on it. You know, but it's okay, Mike. It's okay. It's all right. I don't want to make somebody mad and have them squat on me like Tate's got. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Tate, Tate's got some great stories, you know. <laughs> have the police out there calling them. And, but, but you know what? Mike Zeno's got the bouncer for us, the Land Geek bouncer, so we're good. 
We're all okay. see. There's another travel. example. Mike Zano and his Mike Zano and his bouncer Eric and I don't have anything to do with a bouncer. Like, just the meanness is coming out of you guys now. He's a I'm, bounty I'm hunter. Himself. It's a lot nicer than a bouncer. He's a bounty hunter. He's going at the. It's even guy. worse. <laughs> this is like the land mafia. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So if you're gonna buy, buy from Eric and Scott, not from Mike there you Tate. Go. You yeah. know. Okay. All right. All right. So. On that topic, kind of like, uh, you know, having the, the, the bounty hunter out for you, what happens? Like, this is a topic that I think comes up all the time. You know, like, um, you're, you're, doing, you're doing your mail-ins, you're working your county, and, uh, you know, all of a sudden, some guy pops up, and he, all of a sudden, he's got, like, 10 properties. He's got two in Arizona, two in Colorado, one in Nevada, you know, five in Texas, three in North Carolina, one in Florida. And he's like, Hey, I want you to buy these. And you're like, dude, I'm only buying property in like, you know, Colorado. No, no, no. I want to, I want you to buy all of them. You know, what do you do? Like, how do you transition? And and do you want to do that? Mike, how do you, how do you handle that? I know you've had that happen. (laughs) I love that. Of course we're going to buy them, but we're going to, we're going to let him think that we don't want to buy them. It's part of our initial strategy. And then uh, he's going to want to sell them to us. We'll take a look at them. You know, we don't like we talked about this before. We don't typically work there, but we're willing to help you out. And then we lowball them, and then he sells it to us, and we make a ton of money. So it's a great problem. It's a great problem to have. I love it. Yeah, nine. Have you have you encountered that at all? Uh, I've encountered that. I haven't pulled the trigger on it. Um, I've gotten I've gotten partial deals out of it. They they, they say, hey, I want. I have like three here in this county that I'm working, but then I have like two others. So, I'll, I mean, what can you do? It's like, I'll take the ones that you can do right now because I work there. I can help you out immediately. This is my service to you. And then the others will, will, will circle back around. But it's like these counties, they don't talk to each other. I need to take them one at a time. So you need to work with me one at a time too. Now, what mean Tate, what would you do? Heartless Tate. What would you do that seller? I'm going to do the same thing that uh, Zeno did. I'm just going to take Zeno's side on this one. I'm going to tell him, you know, no, nah, typically I'm not really interested in that area. Let me, let me think about it. Let's get the first ones done. Make sure that you're going to live up to your end of the bargain. And if you do, you know, we can talk later about them. But, yeah. Nice. And then, then you just, like, rip them, right? Like, yeah, he devalued yes. them. That's awesome. He devalued them. That's and awesome. I send the bounty free. hunter out for them. And then I get them for free. Then you get them for free. Bearland, have you, have you done that? Has the bear ripped the, the deal out from somebody? Yeah. Actually, we're working on one right now. Um, buy some properties from this guy. He's got one in another state. And I did the same thing everybody else is talking about. You know, like, well, I really don't work there. Kind of don't want it. But I'll take a look, you know. And... Uh, I mean, we get these all the time, and then we'll take a look at the county and see, you know, does this look like this county is going to be easy to find the information from? And if it all looked, if it's all online, easy to get to, yeah, we'll we'll go and revisit it. We buy the other one first, you know, but um, yeah, there's all the time, happens all the time. So we're doing one right now. Eric, how about you? Is that something, is that your MO or are you just really going back and looking at the comps of the area and just really trying to make a wholehearted effort in those cases? Um, 
I think I used to do that, um, you know, put a little more effort into it. Um, but nowadays I typically say, well, you know, um, let's, let's buy these ones that I'm interested in first that we, you know, the places I work and then, you know, we'll come back and, and look at the others. And, um, you know, by the way, I don't generally work there, so I'm going to have to wholesale this and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, I've kind of moved in that direction and, and have made a few different purchases, um, with that in mind. Yeah, that's, that's actually the way I do it too. You know, like I, I, I'm like, Hey, look, let's complete these. These are the ones that I'm really interested in. This is the kind that I'm working in today. I'll come back to you with another offer. And really what I do is when they come back to me and I always like to wait for them to come back to me, like, Hey, remember we talked about this. And then I always say like, you know, the problem is, is that I don't buy land in that area. And I just, I've done this twice now. And I've just said, look, here's, here, you know, here's the reason I don't buy land in the area and I'm going to have to wholesale this thing out. And if you really just want to get rid of it, you know, I've got to be able to, to sell it to somebody else and still make some money that I got that from Mike Zeno, I think word for word. And so then I'm like, you know, so I really need to just be able to make a couple bucks on it just to, to process it. And I got to find somebody to go and buy the land. So, you know, I'm probably only going to be able to offer you like a hundred dollars on the property. And they say, yes. Right. Like, I mean, I don't even go do the work. Like, I'm just like, like, I'm going to have to buy this for a couple hundred bucks. Uh, otherwise, if I have to go and I have to do all the work and the brain damage, well, then I'm still going to need big dollars because it's not an area that I'm accustomed to working in. So it's still going to be like a hundred bucks. I don't know. You know, and I think that that, that type of, of wording works and it kind of puts them on notice, like even from the get go that, Hey, look, I know my numbers in this, this one area, these are the, 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 the numbers, but the other area, you got to really make it uh, good for me to make some money. Look, I think we all agree there. So I guess, I guess we're not all that bad. Harmony. Harmony. We all agree. <laughs> Man, that's boring. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Here's a topic that I don't think that we're all going to agree on, right? August. August is coming up. Next week is the first week of August. When this podcast comes out, it will like be August 1st. So August is like the worst selling month around. Tate, are you ready for the worst selling month? Like, or is it going to be completely different? What's, what's going to happen in August? I'm going on vacation. No, I, <laughs> um, yeah, I think we have some things. We're going to run some specials and, but I don't know for us personally, I know you say that August is this hard month. My numbers pretty much stay the same every single month, Scott. So, wow. you know, August, we see a little bit of a dip, but not enough to where, I really need to change too much of what we're doing in our approach. We do try to do like, you know, a back to school sale and maybe that's why it's such a hard month. But for the most part, you know, I think we're just going to keep doing what we do best. Which is selling land, which is to, land. to like just beat it out of people. I know it. I know what it is, Tate. We're going to renegotiate all of our deals. Is oh, what we're do. yeah, yeah. We had a stellar <laughs> month, man. We created $100,000 of enterprise value because we went and renegotiated all of our deals. Yeah. Now we got it. Now we got it. Mike, do you see a difference in August or are you good? Um, slightly. And you know what I like to look at it as a pause to reflect, tighten up the systems. I mean, we're in a transition phase right now. Um, this year, 
you know, I think we've done close to 100 deals so far up until July. And so now we're in this kind of refocusing mode, right? We're going to go after a, a different type of property for the remaining part of the year, tighten up our system. So I'm, I'm welcoming a little degree this to kind of refocus. So it happens. I think that the, you're always going to have sales and it's always a good time to buy. So, I mean, you always have something you can do in this business, whether it's buying uh, properties because uh, people are vacationing and they need money. So great time to buy or uh, selling to people uh, who have vacation dreams, you know, so the end of summer clearance sale. So it's a good time. August is a great month. Wow. A hundred deals through July so far, huh? Like for the year to day. Yeah, not quite at hundred, very close. Man, you're ca- you're catching up to me right. at 136. Wow. 136 deals. I know I'm not going to catch you. Come on, man. <laughs> 136 this, deals. You know what this whole, I, this is my whole year has been this, unraveling of Scott Todd. That is this whole year's goal. How does he do what he does? I'm unraveling him this year and I'm getting there. Oh, so big things me. to come. All right. I got, I got to, I got to like, uh, I got to drive the, I got, I got to drive the sales more. I got, I can't, I got to like, go higher. Cause that pulls me higher. Keep going. There you, there you go. <laughs> the, the tide rises all ships, right? Yes. Eric, are you ready for like, are you doing anything special for, for August? Do you see a bump in August or what? I, I have noticed it to be a little slower. Um, I've been kind of thinking about it through the summer here. I do have, a couple trips coming up in August. I'll be coming to boot camp, so I'll be away for a little bit for that. And I've got another trip prior to boot camp. So, um, you know, my plan is uh, to try to run some new specials, um, including um, maybe trying some new promotion ideas um, and uh, just kind of putting out more ads than, than normal and, uh, you know, just doing everything I can to try to make sales. Yeah. I think, I think that's kind of like the secret. If you know that there's a bump there to slow down, just more effort kind of helps you. Bearland, the Bearland family. What are you guys doing? What are you guys doing? Or do you not see it? Or are you like, Tate? I don't see a drop. Well, I don't know that we have enough history to really be able to identify that, you know, cause we've been in our, you know, in a building stage. So, you know, it's a little, it's a little sporadic anyway, but uh, we know that it's possible that this is going to be a, a drop. Um, but we're in a phase of expansion and doubling and tripling down on our efforts. Um, we are going to put a ton more advertisement out. Um, our mail list is going to see more action and, we are just going to, you know, I, it seems like all the, everybody you read says that, you know, when uh, the market tightens up, do the opposite of, you know, what people think they should do or most businesses do. And then, you know, put, put more out there, more, 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 and you'll reap the results. So don't let the, uh, don't let what's supposed to happen influence what will happen for you, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. It's funny because when you, if you, if you go into it saying, Oh, well, August is going to be a terrible month and then you just don't put any effort into it. Well, then you will create your future, right? As opposed to here, let me, let me put out more effort and then you can control that, that existence. I'm starting to sound like a Zen master guy, but (laughs) nine, what do you think? Yeah, I can't control. I mean, time passes, right? It's always going to come back, right? August, 
you know, it's, you say it's going to be, you know, you know, there's a dip or something. I haven't, I haven't seen that. I expect it to be better than I did last year. And that's the expectation that I want because I'm going to be continuing to grow and do everything I can, you know, in, you know, I'll control everything that I can control. I can't control the month, but uh, I can, I'll do all the marketing. I'll do all the mailing and everything that I can control. I will. So, okay. Well, we actually had a late person on the call and like for the first time ever, we actually have two Aaron's on the call. We have Aaron Vesesnik who's joined us. Eric's kind of, or Aaron's kind of like a newbie, even though he's not, he's been doing this for almost a year now. Like next month will be almost a year. And this guy is like on fire. So even though he didn't, I think Aaron, you started mailing after August, right? Yeah. So I can say there's a big difference. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have a hundred percent return. Yeah, man. Exactly. I'm double. Uh, it's, I'm a hundred percent year over year. Yeah, I noticed that there it started to slow down. So I was wondering, like, what is going on here? So I was actually in the process of like revamping them, just 10xing it, mailing a lot more now. Um, I started doing that a couple of weeks ago because it slowed down for me. And I was like, all right, well, I'm not getting anything back last week. Like, just I literally just thought about upping my price and my offer price. And then sure enough, yesterday I come in my mailbox at offer letter. So I was like, all right, <laughs> it really is. You got to dump dump more out there. Yeah. I'll tell you the, that, I mean, really, I think that's the secret to, to all of it, you know, and um, when I was going through flight school, some flight school classes in the last week, I was really talking about like M&Ms and, you know, the, the importance of the mailing and the marketing, the fact that, you know, if you look at, if you look at, um, you know, if you look at like even an airplane, for example, an airplane is designed to fly. Like, you know, if, if an, if an airplane is just sitting on a runway and a gust of wind comes uh, you know, like a couple hundred, let's say 150 mile an hour wind, uh, it will lift an airliner up in the air, right? Like it will lift it up and it will start flying. You can like literally apply the engines and go. And M&Ms is the same way for this business. Like you're not going to be able to get off the ground unless you're doing M&Ms every single day. And if it's not working for you, you probably just need more of it. Uh, in order to get those results. And then all of a sudden you'll see like the market will catch up to you and you'll just be like slammed. Or we can all just be like, uh, like, like Tate and just like eh, every month's the same for us. It's a problem. <laughs> you make it so yeah. You make it sound like it's a bad thing, but you know, to be boring and have the same routine, it's good. Okay. All right. No problem. Stable, stable, stable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> stable. I like, yeah. I like to be growing Tate as opposed to being flatline. That's okay though. That's the difference between <laughs> you and me. And that's why I did 197 last year. And you were like just shy because I was growing and you were just stable. Yeah. But should we talk about, <laughs> should we talk about the real numbers? Oh, see now we're or getting no. into the enterprise so, value and all the other stuff. It's okay. I mean, it's okay. Ultimately that's what matters though, Scott. Does it? Well, I, I think know. passive income is the whole point of this podcast, right? Yeah, but you know, <laughs> we're not talking about passive income, income, are we? Are we really talking about that? Are we talking about deal flow? It's okay. It's okay. We'll talk it's about okay. this. At, it's Scott. We'll, we'll talk. We'll Scott's continue down. this at boot camp. Yeah, yeah, Scottsdale. All right, okay, guys. So we've reached that time of the podcast, the time that Aaron absolutely, well, Bearland Aaron absolutely loves, which is the tip of the week, right? Like. And we're going to go yeah. to Aaron. 
because he's always like, he told me, he's like, man, I'm always like laughing at how we pound on each other for the tip of the week. So let's just see what Aaron came up with. Aaron, what's your tip of the week? Okay, I've got, I've got two. I've got a tech one and a book um, because, you know, I wanted to play it safe because a book <laughs> no one can really make fun of you for. <laughs> really? You want to so, ask, you uh, want to yeah, ask Eric about that one? <laughs> okay, well. <laughs> okay, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, it's the way the seal. Yeah, and uh, basically uh, an admiral that was a, a seal, he now coaches uh, business, you know, and just people trying to, you know, be high achievers in life. And he's got this book out. Uh, it talks a lot about the mental aspects, how to break through your walls and that sort of thing. Um, it's a pretty powerful book. It's, it's very mental. It's got a lot of things to help you uh, get your mind right in, in the same way that the Navy SEALs would, you know, no one can, no one can bash those guys for being able to accomplish a, a mission or a task. So, um, it's a pretty good read. Um, I've got it on audible. Um, the narration's good or narration. So, um, that's my book tip. And then my tech tip is, and I'm sure I'm going to get slammed for this because this might be, everybody might already know about it or it's too easy, but, um, it's called rev.com and they do audio transcription and, uh, the thing about it is sure you can like do a job and hire VA to transcribe and everything, but they claim that, uh, it's 99% accurate. Um, and they'll deliver under 30 minutes in 12 hours or less. So if you're working on, you know, like the process, um, you want some transcription for some readable instructions with your video, that sort of thing. Um, it only costs you a, a couple bucks, you know, so that's my tip. Take it easy. I'm a newbie. Okay. So I, I will tell you two things, just two thoughts. One, check out <laughs> Trent.com, T-R-I-N-T.com as opposed to Rev.com. Trent, okay. uh, Rev uses people. Trent uses technology. There's some, there's some, um, like if, if I was talking to this microphone, it's going to be pick it up really clear. If I was just doing like a classroom thing, it may not be as clear, but it's $12 an hour and it's almost instant. Okay. Pretty cool stuff. Wow. Um, okay. I'll tell you, you know, I, I like your tip of the week about the book. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever had an experience to like hang out with a Navy SEAL, but I, I used to work with one and the guy was, uh, the guy was crazy. Okay. Like crazy in a good way. But man, he will, those Navy SEALs, man, they will push you to, to the limit and uh, just, just look at what they do for fun. They do crazy stuff for fun. So great tips of the week. Love it. All right. Tate, Tate, what's your tip of the, of the week? All righty. So I've got this constant problem where I'm forgetting everything, whether it's simple things like gate codes or, you know, it's got like Diet Pepsi over Diet Coke. So there's this cool, uh, it's a plug-in, basically, it's called wonderbot.com. It installs into Facebook, and you can basically store useless information in it. But I've started using it, uh, I used it for a while, and then I, I kind of remembered it recently, and um, started using it for things related to the business. Uh, one of the counties, now don't hate on me, that I work in does not uh, allow me to record deeds via Simply File. So I'm always forgetting about the recording fees 
and that kind of thing. So rather than call the county and verify all the information, it's nice to store it in this, uh, in this bot. I can basically ask the bot, what are the recording fees for X? And it'll go ahead and tell me what it is. Uh, there's a couple other similar products out there. I've been using these guys for the longest. Um, so check them out, wonderbot.com. So Tate, you forgot about the bot for a while, then remembered about it. So do you have a bot to remind you about your bot? <laughs> no, the only reason I remembered it is because I was trying to remember some personal things and I was like, I know I stored it somewhere. Where is it? That, so that's that, the problem that I have with Evernote too. Like I put stuff yeah. in Evernote, like I'm going to keep it in Evernote. And then I'm like, I can't remember where I put it. Oh, it's in Evernote. Oh, is it over there? Man, yeah. maybe I need a bot to tell me it's in Evernote. You do. You do. And it's called Wonderbot. So <laughs> you can thank me later. Okay, okay Tate. All right. All right. Mike Zeno, what is your quote of the week? <laughs> this is a Come on. You know, I thought about going away from the quotes, but then I realized that the listeners probably want the quotes, so I have to go cater to them. I have, to, I have to maintain. Yeah, okay. I got to be consistent. So um, here's my Zen, Zen quote for the day. Um, I said it related to the uh, first topic, right? So it says, knowledge is learning something every day. Wisdom is letting go of something every day. Now, before you crank on me, Scott, Knowledge is learning something every day. So, like, obviously, we have experiences in the past with these notes, these modifications. Definitely, we need to learn from those because they'll drag you. I mean, I had one that just happened. Uh, I have a dumpster out there now cleaning up the uh, property. Well, I already made all my money back. And so I'm basically uh, effectively repurchasing the property for the price of a dumpster and some labor. So I'm learning from that lesson, but I'm going to make a bunch of money. So it's cool. But wisdom is letting go of something every day. That speaks to our VAs, the fact that every day we try to find something that we don't have to do anymore, right? Something that we can farm out, something that we can put into a system, we can automate, uh, you know, so that whole idea of letting go of something every day um, is really relevant to us in our business, especially when it comes to VAs and uh, systems. What do you think, Scott? I like it. I like it. I, I, what, I, what I like, though, is I, I, like, I like how Mike's going, Scott, what do you think? Go <laughs> ahead, Scott. Breathe. I'm not going to hit you. It's okay. You can breathe. I like it. Don't forget I'm to not like the other host of this show that like, has to complain about every tip of the week. That's okay. I've established a pattern. I need to stick with it. I'm going to stick to it. <laughs> well, my quote of the week. No, okay. No, I, we gotta, we're not done yet. Aaron. Aaron Vesesnik, what is your tip of the week? Hmm. Well, oh, don't tell me you showed up and didn't have a tip. No, I've got one. I got one. I gave okay, it to okay. you earlier in the week. <laughs> That's why you're so successful now, right? Um, no. So um, mine is I've been really focusing on building out my buyers list. And I read a book called Content Inc. Uh, it's really good about uh, talking about how to not even – so they, the purpose is not to sell to people all the time is give them something back um, before you like wind them in. So that's, it's a great book to actually do that. Um, and it talks about um, how to like draw that, draw that crowd into your, I guess your buyers list you want to say. And then there's, I kind of have an automation thing behind it as well from all the channels that you're going to get these people from like the Facebooks or Craigslist and all that stuff. But it goes into depth with like what you can do and what you can give back to your potential buyers. So, yeah, Content Inc., good book. All right, sounds good. 
Sounds good with me. I like it. Aaron, uh, Eric, what is your tip of the week? Hipcamp.com. Oh, I love Hipcamp. <laughs> I love um, that. You know, I came across it. I just thought uh, it's kind of a unique thing. It's it's basically the Airbnb of uh, camping land. Um, so, you know, I mean, you have a property you can't sell. Um, maybe you keep it and put it on Hipcamp. Or, you know, maybe... You recommend it to your buyer who's an investor and and, uh, isn't going to use the property. They're just going to hold it. Maybe this is a way for them to generate some revenues. So Yeah, great great website. Great website. Nine, what is your tip of the week? So my tip of the week, um, I was looking for ways to organize the information for my VAs, like a wiki or Evernote, but then I was like, that's too limiting. So my tip of the week is Nuclino. N-U-C-L-I-N-O.com. And this is a really cool tool. I mean, you can create workspaces. You can put all these notes in together. And then you can list them a la Trello, uh, show them on a board, or connect them to each other, just like a regular wiki would. Um, Best of all, it's free. And you can connect people together. So that, you know, the way I saw it, you know, put it one note, you have to put all the information in there. And if you have a wiki, then you're giving out all your data. Well, now you can create separate workspaces and allow people to access the information that's relevant to them. So that's my tip of the week. Wow. Now this one delivers because this is something that I can use now. It's really relevant. This is great. Oh man, I'm, I'm getting it right now. I love it. Love it, Nine. Great job. All right. So for my tip of the week, I have to confess, I went lazy. Okay, so I, I really, really went lazy. Not like I brought out a quote or anything. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm just saying my, uh, my wonderful flight school group, last night I, was, uh, I gave them a task to do a group exercise. They went out, they did their case study. They came back, they were presenting to me and they were telling me how they were going to, to um, create their, um, their material for their VAs, their new VAs, their training material for their new VAs. And they came up with a website, useloom.com. Use L-O-O-M.com. Check it out because it's a great website to be able to do your screen sharing, recording. It holds the, it holds the, um, the videos for you. So it's not like you got to move the videos around. There's a, there's a plugin that you can use for Chrome. It's fantastic. Check it out. It's it's great, and you know I have to thank uh, I have to thank the flight school group for bringing me a great idea. I told them I was going to use it today for tip of the week, and you know that's great. So if you guys have more tips of the week, please be sure to let me know. What do you guys think? You like that? Yeah, that's yeah, that's good. great. It's a good one. Yeah. All right. All right, everybody. Well, listen, uh, ho- hopefully uh, you guys enjoyed this, this particular episode of the podcast. Thank you for listening, and thanks to our panel for being here. And uh, look, you know, let's see. Uh, the Scottsdale Boot Camp is coming up. There were limited seats available. I don't know if those sold out or not, but you can always email support at thelandgeek.com to find out if you can still get in there. If not, Take this as advice. October is booking up. Literally, it is like closing down. The room block at the hotel is already shut down. We can't get any more rooms there at that rate. 
But if you want to register for boot camp, do so. This will be the last one, October 6th through the 8th. It will be the last one for, the, for this year. The next one will be in January, uh, a location to be determined. I can tell you it's going to be out west, though. So uh, if you want to get into boot camp and take your land investing to the next level, do it now. This is the last one for 2016. Otherwise, uh, uh, 2017, what am I saying? 2017. So the next one will be in 2018. So don't wait because the years are already flying by, passing by. And uh, want to thank everybody for joining in today. You guys ready? Here we go. Yeah. One, two, three. Let, Let freedom ring. ring. Thanks for listening to the Art of Passive Income podcast. Start your journey at www.thelandgate.com and www.scotttaub.net. Rate and review the podcast and email support at thelandgate.com. Your screenshot for a free passive income launch kit.